0: Welcome to Informed Foodie. You've discovered the best podcast there is on nutrition. I'll be casting on different food topics every week in order to give you those building blocks you need to make good decisions for the rest of your life. Hi, I'm Di Wilkinson and I earned my degree at UC Davis in Dietetics and Nutrition. And today we're talking about fat and those healthy fats. They help your central nervous system, your cell membranes need fat, you've got fat soluble vitamins, your hormones are derived from fat, your lubrication your skin your digestive tract needs fat your organs need padding it's fat and there's immunity support that comes from your fat so it's very essential that we eat fat and we crave it you feel more satiated with the smell the flavor the way that food is mixed it's an emulsifier all of this breaks down very slowly because fat is nine calories a gram carbohydrates and protein four calories a gram so it feels like it lasts longer If you're on a 2000 calorie diet, about a quarter of it should be from fat. So if that's 500 calories, it's about 45 to 50 grams of fat a day. And we're so concerned about fat intake because the number one killer in the U.S. is cardiovascular disease, diabetes. This is something else people are very concerned about in stroke. And so these can be changed. You can alter your risk factors by altering the amount of fat, the type of fat you eat and exercising. So fat is floating around in your blood system. The cholesterol is the fat that your body has produced to be used by your body and your cells and for your immunity, etc. So that cholesterol is floating around. It's a pretty sticky gobby and it will get into the small little vessels, the ones that are feeding your heart, clog it up. Your heart doesn't get blood and will stop beating. So that's cardiovascular disease. We're also concerned about fat because of how we look. So people want to shrink their fat, get rid of their fat. I've had clients that wanted to show their triceps more, have kind of a stop with the arm that's hanging down, the flapping, and I would tell them, well, you need to do aerobic exercise. You need to use oxygen to burn the fat that you have subcutaneous under your skin, all around your body. You can build up that tricep and make it as big as you want, but there's fat on top of it that we cannot see the muscle. You have a fixed number of fat cells, develop up to like two years old, and then during puberty, a bit more, and sometimes during pregnancy about 30 billion and they again the only shrink or swell based on your diet and your exercise and the demand for energy the only way to permanently remove fat is through liposuction you may have seen these on tv so you have fat again subcutaneously all over you have genetic deposits of your favorite places of fat or ones that look natural on a man or a woman and they have liposuction to have these removed so instantly in one day you have a flat tummy the cells have been removed from there if you gain another pound in the future, it will be stored in fat cells that don't look as natural. They will swell. Let's say your back becomes fat or your neck, because your body has a fixed number, and you've removed where they naturally look okay. There's so many different names for fat. There's lipoproteins, fatty acids, triglycerides, lipids, omega oils, cholesterol, the HDLs, the LDLs, all the healthy fats, everything. So I'm going to try to simplify it as much as possible. Generally think of it as two main sources of fat, saturated fats and unsaturated fats. The saturated fats are a molecule of carbon oxygen and each of those little fuzzy ends of the carbons have a hydrogen on them. They're saturated with hydrogen. The unsaturated fats are not full of hydrogen. Some of them are polyunsaturated, monounsaturated, etc. The saturated fats full of hydrogen are all pretty much animal sources coconut oil and palm oil are also included in that. The saturated fats have been proven to really increase your own blood cholesterol. They're associated with heart disease, the higher risk of stroke and other diseases. These have been typically been termed the unhealthy fats and the animal sources. You have the unsaturated oils, mostly all from plants. These are considered the healthy oils from avocados, canola oils, soybean oil, corn, actually corn oil, so any of the polys unsaturated or the monos unsaturated fats, these lower your blood cholesterol, and they've, again, they've been deemed the healthy fats. There is another source of natural fat, and it's cholesterol. So again, cholesterol is the fat that's in your bloodstream. It's the fat that's ready to be used when your body needs fat for all those different purposes. Any of the shellfish, eggs, and dairy that you eat, the cholesterol that was... Associated for the needs of those animals is cholesterol that you're eating and can increase your blood cholesterol So cholesterol is measured for the HDL levels the LDL levels, etc And your liver also makes cholesterol Actually, your liver makes most of the cholesterol that's floating around in your body um, Like two-thirds of it. So we have an intrinsic value of cholesterol that we produce and then we have the cholesterol that we ingest which is the saturated fats, the unsaturated fats, all of those things we turn into our own cholesterol in the bloodstream. There is a fourth type of fat that we do eat, and it's a man-made fat. It's called a trans fat. So the food industries have discovered they can save a lot of money and it's a lot easier to mix up foods by using saturated fat or an unsaturated fat saying that they have an unsaturated fat and they force hydrogen onto them. So the hydrogen's been forced into these oils to make something that emulsifies easier, is solid at room temperature. So for example, a lot of the margarines, etc. It's a solid fat they can use in baked goods. It's a fat that's also used for the fried products. And it's a very unhealthy fat. They've determined this really moves that LDL or the bad cholesterol, elevates those levels pretty rapidly. It's not a natural fat. So you're really being bombarded with an unnatural product. It's unhealthy. In fact, they've actually forced the industry to put trans fat labeling onto those labels when you buy any of your packaged products. I wanted to talk a little bit about fast food fats. They do a lot of frying there. They have these large oil vats. First of all, these companies are gonna buy the cheapest oil that's currently available. So you have a mixture of different oils that are going into these large vats. They are required to keep these changed out and cleaned, but when this high temperature oil is sitting in there all day long. It really dissolves some of the bonds and the molecular connection that your fats and oils have naturally. And then they're sliding around in this ooze and it's very hot and they're reassembling into a completely foreign type of fat. So I don't know if you've ever had a GI tract issue after you've eaten some fast food or a lot of it if you're not used to it. There's a lot of uh, foreign oils and introduction of things that are not man-made. And your body might necessarily not know how to deal with those it's certainly not going to be a healthy choice i do go out and eat french fries once in a while but not that often my nephew cooked me some really great chicken hot wings in his air fryer they were really delicious it didn't take him very long and it was just such a super healthy option i really appreciate that cameron there's also a lot of fat-free products that you can go purchase and they are usually higher in sugar because somehow. They've got to make up that flavor, that satiation and satisfaction that you get out of the product by adding sugar. Same with some of the sugar-free products. Usually they do add a lot more fat, so you can get a lot of satisfaction out of it. There are some products that will reduce fat absorption, supposedly tablets, pills, prescriptions, and these items will coat any receptors that usually absorb the fat. And if you're thinking about ingesting fat, not having absorbed, it's going through your system, it's gonna come out. Usually as diarrhea or a pretty loose stool. The best way to change the amount of fat storage that your body is doing is aerobic exercise. Again, that long consistent walking, jogging, biking, swimming, etc. So that you're be able to breathe, but your body's just burning fat as you go, taking notice and writing down and journaling your fat and your intake of your protein and your total calories. And again, jotting down your exercise, keeping track of all that is really a way to get locked in, tuned in to taking care of your body and feeling good about all those choices that you're making. Some people ask me about fasting or starvation diets. When you starve your body, it clicks into survival mode. We've been here thousands of years. Our body knows how to survive. It doesn't care what we look like. So it will shut down, slow down its metabolism if you stop eating. It's not a way to get rid of fat. Fasting is okay if it's maybe to a day, and make sure you're drinking a lot of water, but as far as cleansing, or the idea of detoxing your GI tract, there is no evidence that your GI tract ever really needs a rest. It's got its natural cleansing, the peristalsis, the fiber in the food that you're eating, pushes and squeezes and keeps it cleaned out. It's very efficient. There hasn't been evidence there's any stagnation, or decay, or production of toxins that your body can't tolerate, or needs detoxing from. No one's ever come up with a name of the supposed toxins. One day of fasting would be okay, but it's really not recommended. So, if you think of all the fat choices that are out there, how we need to eat it, we do crave it. Our body needs to use it. 25% of your diet should be fat. However, watching what kind of fats you eat are going to help you feel better, it's going to help you reach your goals. And I just think that it's awesome that you continue to research and listen. And make the most of what you're eating and putting in your body three to five times a day. I admire you for journaling, exercising, again paying attention because your body is such an incredible machine and food is just such a wonderful thing that we get to choose and pick and eat and enjoy with our family and friends and we can use it to benefit our lives. So thank you so much for joining me again and I will talk to you next week.